If you are listening to me through this video today, it means that I was not able to make the press conference that I planned for April the 11th. I'm innocent of all the charges that have been brought against me. This is a conspiracy. Yes, in the story that just keeps on giving, former Nissan Motors boss Carlos Ghosn has released a video from beyond the jail proclaiming his innocence on all charges against him and labeling his accusers at the company backstabbers. Tokyo Olympics Minister Yoshitaka Sakurada has resigned after apparently offending people in the Tohoku region who were affected by the 2011 earthquake and tsunami. The percentage of Japanese adults in their 30s with absolutely no sexual experience at all is at an all-time high, and the number of those not getting it on is rising. Police in Fukuoka Prefecture are using fashion shows, social networking sites, and online videos to recruit young women of high school and college age to join the force. A pair of premium mangoes called Taiyo no Tamago in Japanese or Eggs of the Sun have sold for a whopping 500,000 yen in Miyazaki Prefecture. That's about $4,500, folks. All this plus Japan Today readers' comments and commentary, so stick around. Hi and welcome to Japan This Week, a quick recap of stories we've been following on the Japan Today website for April 12th, 2019. I'm Jeff Richards, thank you so much for joining us and let's get right to some of our top headlines. Well as you heard at the top of the show, ousted Nissan boss Carlos Ghosn may be out of circulation in the Tokyo Detention Center, but he certainly is not keeping quiet. Anticipating his rearrest, which occurred on April 4th and which we brought you in last week's show, Gon pre-recorded a video which his lawyers showed at the Foreign Correspondence Club of Japan this week. In the video, Gon accused backstabbing former colleagues of conspiring to oust him as Nissan chairman. He said he was the victim of selfish rivals bent on derailing a closer alliance between Nissan and French partner Renault. I'm talking here about a few executives who obviously for their own interest and for their own selfish fears are creating a lot of value destruction. Uh, names, you know them. We're talking about people who really played a very dirty game into what's, what's happening. But hopefully the truth will happen and the facts will happen. The seven-minute clip was edited by his legal team to remove the names of people gone accused of treachery due to legal reasons. And Gon reiterated that he's innocent of all charges that have been brought against him. Gon also took aim at Nissan's current management, blaming them for the drop in the company's share value. The lack of leadership is very sickening, he said. And I should point out here that we have the video online in this story if you'd like to check it out, and it's quite interesting. Now, in other developments, Gon's wife Carol had her French passport and mobile phone confiscated on the same day that he was arrested. But she left for France on April 5th using her U.S. passport, hoping to get the French government to speak up on her husband's behalf. She returned to Japan on Wednesday night and was questioned in a closed-door hearing at the Tokyo District Court on Thursday. Prosecutors suspect that $15 million was allegedly siphoned from Nissan for Carlos Ghosn's personal use through a distributor in Oman, 
and then $5 million of that money was transferred to a company in the British Virgin Islands, a company run by his wife. Part of the money was reportedly used to buy a luxury yacht for Gon's family. Well, how did Japan Today readers react to Gon's video? LB315 says, I was expecting him to come out swinging, which is how an innocent man accused would act, I feel. He didn't persuade me. All right, LB315, he didn't persuade you, but... Ost Paul, on the other hand, points out, he's not going to show all his cards in a pre-recorded video message as much as he wants to. Some things you have to save for the courtroom. That's true. Keep the cards close to the vest, I guess. Ipanema Beach is in Gon's corner. Agree with Gon completely that this is all a grand conspiracy with fake charges created by Japan and France peddled by the fake news media, both Japanese and foreign. It appears only us Gon supporters can see the truth. Well, what about you? Are you behind Gon and his legal defense, or are you with the Tokyo prosecutors? What do you think? Check out the story on japantoday.com, have a look at the video, and make up your own mind. Then, leave us your thoughts in the comments, or send them in an email to podcast at japantoday.com. All right. Turning to politics, members of the ruling Liberal Democratic Party are famous for making insensitive remarks. We've reported on it countless times on the Japan This Week podcast. On Wednesday, Tokyo Olympics Minister Yoshitaka Sakurada resigned after making remarks deemed offensive to the people affected by the 2011 earthquake and tsunami. At a party earlier in the day for Hinako Takahashi, a ruling lawmaker from Iwate, one of the prefectures severely hit by the disaster, Sakurada said re-electing Takahashi is more important than the area's reconstruction. Well, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe moved very quickly. After accepting Sakurada's resignation, he apologized to the people in the disaster-hit area, reassuring them that his government has an unshakable policy to do the utmost for reconstruction. Well, Sakurada has a history of verbal gaffes. He doubles as cybersecurity strategy chief, but said in November that he doesn't use a computer at work. In February, he was forced to apologize after expressing disappointment over swimming star Rikako Ike's disclosure of her leukemia diagnosis. He said it would affect Japan's gold medal tally. Sakurada's resignation, though, comes only a month after the head of Japan's Olympic Committee, Tsunekazu Takeda, announced he would step down from his position in June. Takeda is the subject of French investigations involving payments made before Tokyo was awarded the 2020 Olympics. And, of course, Sakurada, or any of these politicians, get no sympathy from Japan Today readers. Simon Faustin calls Sakurada's comments repugnant remarks. It would have been smarter politics not to make this addled old buffoon a cabinet minister in the first place. And from Yubaru, no one should truly be surprised by this. The LDP leaders have typically been out of touch with the people from about the week after their election to about a month prior to their next one. Yeah, once they get elected, they never listen until they want to get elected again. I get it, Yubaru. And certainly politicians in Japan are very prone to putting their feet in their mouth, especially those of the ruling party. But what do you think about the Olympics minister resigning? Visit japantoday.com and let us know in the comments or send us a message to podcast at japantoday.com. Well, in some racy national news... 
This is investigative journalism at its best, folks. Around 1 in 10 Japanese people in their 30s has never had heterosexual sex, and the number of adults with no sexual experience at all is increasing, according to a new study. The study is based on data from seven rounds of the National Fertility Survey of Japan carried out between 1987 and 2015, which is administered by the Health Ministry. According to the study, in 2015, 11.9% of women aged between 30 and 34 and 12.7% of men in the same age group reported having had no heterosexual sexual experience. In the 35 to 39 age bracket, the figures dropped to 8.9% for women and 9.5% for men. Now, the survey data did not include information on same-sex sexual experience. However, the results are likely to be cause for concern given Japan's ongoing population decline and low fertility rates. Interestingly, the study said it found a correlation between sex and income, with men more likely to have sex if they had permanent full-time employment. And they find that surprising. They also noted that while sexual activity might not be a priority for everyone, most respondents over 25 with no sexual experience reported hoping to get married, indicating that their lack of sexual experience may be involuntary. Well, naturally, Japan Today readers have plenty of advice on the subject. Cricky comments, If lifestyles included more time off, maybe people could form relationships other than work-related and perhaps enjoy having a partner for nookie and even support and love. Wow, how novel, Cricky. People having a little more time off. People getting off work early to get it on late. Something like that. It does sound doable to me. Smith in Japan thinks that half of these studies sound like they're from perv mags. Leave it alone and let people do as they please. Suggesting people start getting together like the Chinese pandas on loan. It's no wonder these numbers go up. Okay, I'm not sure I buy that one. I don't think they're suggesting that people start getting it on, doing like they do on the Discovery Channel, panda style. I think they're just encouraging people to be a little more intimate. Gambare Japan has two words. Love hotel. <laughs> I see where that person's mind is. Good luck to use experience is that living in a small house with neighbors' houses sharing the same walls, granny on one side of the rice paper divide and parents snoring on the other side, and all the neighbors spying on you, then there's the windows in the karaoke booths and the spy cameras in the love hotel. Wow, this person is quite into the conspiracy theories, but they go on to say that they think young lovers just seem to be out of luck. In a popular story straight out of our crime section, police in Fukuoka are tackling a shortage of female recruits through a fashion show, social networking sites, and online videos aimed at female high school and university students. The fashion show is just one of the methods the police force in the southwestern prefecture is utilizing in order to increase the percentage of its female recruits. For the fashion show, the police invited about 100 high school and university students as female police officers wearing a variety of work uniforms walked along the runway to upbeat music. The uniforms exhibited the range of departments in the police force, including those for motorcycle riders as well as those worn in crime labs. I'm wondering if this is in here because there is a fashion crime being committed. As well, female police officers introduced their departments in presentations following the show, and they even showed attendees how to take fingerprints. 
from a bottle. All joking aside, the percentage of female recruits by the Fukuoka police was the lowest in the country in fiscal 2017 and 2018 at 6.9 and 7.3% respectively, compared to the national average of around 9%. Also, from this month, Fukuoka police have increased female-only facilities, such as napping and changing rooms, in an attempt to improve working conditions there. Well, let's hear from Japan Today readers. Ali Rustam observes, What do you expect from a country that has a TV show called Miniskirt Police? Well, that's a documentary, isn't it? Galenda Strassa says, Whatever the reason, if they can put on the uniform and do a good job, they deserve some respect. I think that having more women as cops would be a breakthrough in terms of treatment of sexual assault victims, too. Good point, and I agree. And Oldman13 suggests, How about highlighting the positives of a career in law enforcement, the benefits, the social connection with civilians, etc.? Well, I'm sure that they probably did after the fashion show. Remember, we said at the top that they're also involving social networking in their campaign. But what do you think? Check out the story, leave us a comment, or send us a message to podcast at japantoday.com. Well, it's almost hard to believe that our next story is national news, but here we are. Yes, here we are talking about fruit. Mangoes in particular. It seems a pair of premium ones from Miyazaki Prefecture have fetched a record 500,000 yen in the season's first auction at a local wholesale market this week, topping the previous best of 400,000 yen. Now, just to put this in perspective, we're talking about two mangoes for 500,000 yen. Hey Siri, what's 500,000 yen in US dollars? 500,000 Japanese yen is $4,474.75. Thank you, Siri. The premium mangoes are called Tayo no Tamago in Japanese, or eggs of the sun. To qualify for the description of being an egg from the sun, they have to clear the strict criteria of weighing at least 350 grams each, that's just under a pound, possess a high sugar content, and have more than half their skin covered in a bright red hue, according to the Miyazaki Agricultural Economic Federation. Now, these mangoes weren't bought by a person. Somebody didn't just walk into the wholesale market and plunk down $4,500 for a couple of mangoes. The mangoes were bought by a local produce wholesale company and will be sold at a department store in Fukuoka, the biggest city in the Kyushu region where Miyazaki is located. Japan Today reader Nippori Nick ponders, hmm, spend 25 nights at a reasonable hotel or eat two mangoes. What to do? What to do? (laughs) And Guy Jean calls it excellent advertising and marketing plan, but I'll take Philippine mangoes from Cebu, please. Best I've ever had. Well, I like Philippine mangoes too. They're delicious. But I'm more interested to see what the markup on these mangoes will be once they're in the department store in Fukuoka City. Do you think this is a good marketing move for fruit sellers? Visit the story on japantoday.com or send us a message to podcast at japantoday.com. And that was a quick recap of the news from Japan this week for Friday, April 12th, 2019. Thanks to the Japan Today editors for curating this week's stories, and thanks to you, all of our listeners, for continuing to tune in. You can find links to all of the news mentioned in this podcast in the show notes. And since the news from Japan never stops, you can, and you should. 
Visit the Japan Today website at any time at japantoday.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at at Japan Today for all of the breaking stories or follow us on Instagram at the handle Japan Today News. If you'd like, you could tweet me questions, comments, or ideas directly at at Jeff W. Richards. You can get Japan This Week wherever you get your podcasts at whatever podcast store you shop at. And while you're at it, help us out, won't you, by sharing the JTW podcast with others who are interested in Japan's current events. And maybe leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks. From the Japan Today newsroom at G Plus Media in Tokyo, I'm Jeff Richards, and join us again next week with a quick recap of Japan's biggest and smallest stories. Sayonara, folks. <laughs>